Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show by Michelle Squared, the podcast empowering entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and business brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Michelle B. Griffin, one half of Michelle Squared. And I'm the other half of Michelle Squared, Michelle J. Raymond. And Michelle, we've got some new features. Time to celebrate. LinkedIn's rolled out some more things, which we want to talk about how they impact with your brand. Now, both of these things I don't actually have yet. I've seen some screenshots, so I'm going to be relying on you to help step me through. And I've got a few ideas on how it might work. So let's talk about the first one, AI collaborative articles. Talk me through it. What is this thing? I got served just a few days ago in my feed and an email and even today in a notification that, hey, we're launching collaborative articles. We need your help as an expert. This isn't everyone to really give us some human insights. So what these are, Michelle, case in point, Microsoft owns LinkedIn. A few weeks ago, Microsoft launched Bing's new redeveloped browser with chat GPT in it. I guess they've been investors all along. We'll put some articles in the link for those who want to catch up on the history there. So they're bringing chat GPT articles to LinkedIn. Now, the thing is, there's several topics that have been put out. Email marketing and storytelling were the two that I was served, and they are asking for their community to lend their expertise on certain parts of the article. So what you'll get served is a fairly long and might I add dry article on say like email marketing and it asks you questions throughout it and you're prompted if you want to comment. Now your comment gets shown in the feed and apparently I'll put this link in the show notes too. If enough of your contributions are liked or acknowledged, you can earn a community voice badge on your profile. And I'll link to that. So I think that is the benefit of why you'd want to do it. But I have not done it yet, to be honest. And I'm not sure I will because the article has been pretty dry and just didn't really make me want to comment on them. But that's just me. We'll see as time checks on. But I would love to know your thoughts from what you have seen in the feed. Okay, so because we're on a podcast, people can't see me the whole time you were talking, rolling my eyes about why I don't think that this is a good idea. Not because of what you shared, but just because I think if we're doing things for the sake of LinkedIn, that's not a strategy for me. That's a look over here. There's a new toy. It's a shiny light. Let's get distracted. So I'm going to go back when we set up our foundations of our brands and we set out with our goals. I'm not sure that this is going to help us get there. Now, you're also then going to be reliant on those other guest contributors who may or may not be as good as your quality and standards. I, as you can tell by my voice, probably have a lot more hesitation and reservation than what I do that I'm excited about getting some silly little badge that LinkedIn wants me to do. I'm going to always come back to I'm building a brand and I'm building a business for my ideal clients. I can't connect these two dots. Is there anything that I'm missing here? Nope. You pretty much got what I thought so too. From what I read on the community badge, it's only opportunity to earn it for 60 days. And I think that was something they threw so people would do it. Because otherwise, as you say, what's the benefit? 
why would I comment on a very dry and boring article and people may or may not see it? Now, Michelle, I don't do email marketing. I'm not an expert in email marketing, and yet I got served the email marketing. Now, in my email, I got an email asking me to do it on storytelling, but it was so dry, so boring. There's no advantage to me. Now, I could be wrong. There are people who will jump on the shiny object. In fact, case in point, that evening and then all through the weekend, the last several days, that's all people have been talking about, right, in the feed. It's almost ad nauseum. And I guess every shiny object, people want to talk about it. And some people are celebrating it. Some people are saying, yes, AI is going to help us and blah, blah, blah. But to me, I just think it's a flex on LinkedIn to bring in the AI chat GPD, right? That's just me. And I might be a little gritty here. And I would love to hear if you think wrong or think differently. We want to hear from you on this because I haven't done it yet. So by the time this airs, and if you've commented and you think otherwise, don't you think, Michelle, we'd love to hear your take on this. Yeah, because it's not often that we're quite gritty, as you would say, about some of these topics. But for me, I'm thinking, where else could that time be invested that would help me build my brand, whether it's my business brand or my personal brand on LinkedIn, better than trying to impress LinkedIn or ChatGPT or I don't know what their motivation is on the other side. Is it to try and be cool? Look, I love collaboration. That piece, love it. I think there's ways that we can do it on our own newsletters or our own articles where you should be collaborating with other people. Talk about the power of two all the time. So always looking for ways to multiply our brands. That I love, but the rest of it, I'm going to go, it's a thumbs down from me and I think it's a thumbs down from you. So let's move on to another feature which is just rolled out and again i don't have this one so i'm going to be relying on you a little but this one i think will get a thumbs up for helping us to build our brand and that is the new activity layout talk me through it you've got it what's the major change that's happened the major change is that you can choose your own adventure as our fellow friend and linkedin trainer shout out to rachel simon i believe she coined that. And I love that term because essentially now on the front of your profile, on your desktop or mobile, you have ability, little bubbles for posts, articles, documents, images, videos, events, comments, and reactions. I didn't look before, but there's a a good amount. And you can highlight which one you want to show up in the feed. So maybe I'm a real prolific video creator and I really want people to see my videos. So I'm going to hit the video button. And now in a nanosecond, my feed is full of all my videos. So basically it selects everything. So if I wanted to show off my Canva sliders, my beautiful sliders that get a lot of engagement, I can select that. Or my article. I think even your newsletter, Michelle, I need to go back right now and check. But everything that we've always wanted LinkedIn, especially videos and events, we can highlight those. So I will sometimes change it to my videos, which aren't as many as I think they should be. I've done my carousels and I'll get more engagement on that. So it's a really opportunity to use your strengths and also a play to maybe go in another direction that you think you might want to highlight like events or videos. So I I love it. Now, Michelle, I don't know that you've seen it because you have to have it to be able to see it. So you've probably just seen screenshots at this point, right? I have. And one thing that you've opened my mind about some of the screenshots is, and again, I haven't had the opportunity to play around with it. So what you're saying is you get to highlight on your feed which one's important, not me as a visitor to your 
profile. Because it's the other way around. I actually would love it if I could sort. So if I went to your profile, I would love to be able to choose which activities I wanted to see. Do you have carousels? Do you have videos? What events are coming up? But you're saying it's only you as the creator can do that. You can go and hit the buttons and they will all come up. That sorting is still an option for you. I mean, I control if I just want videos to come up first, that's what's going to come up first. But you can still go and hit the little bubbles, the tabs at the top. It's almost like a menu item on a website. You can still do it. But for me as a creator, I set which one you see first, the first impression one. So it's an opportunity to have the best first impression that based on your ideal audience, the way you create best. But those other selections are there. So remember all those times we wanted our events and our videos to be seen? You can be seen now by a click of a button. Which was always the advantage of company pages over personal profiles. And I think what we've seen here with the events and video tab on company pages now to have that as an option for your employees or for your personal brands. I love that whole idea. Now I have a question for you when it comes to branding, creating that impression. When I go there, what I'm thinking of, it reminds me of maybe the old school days on Instagram a few years back where you would create these really cool looking, what do they call it? I don't know, layouts that you would have. So they created a picture or a story. Do you think that We'll start to see some more of that. I don't know what those words were for the visuals on Instagram. The grids or something. The grid, the grid. that's the right word. But I just wonder, can we get creative with this? Is this a I chance? think you could uh, on the images and the videos, because on the videos, I'm looking right now, you can see about eight on the desktop, okay? On the images, again, you have eight. Now, on the comments, it looks just like anything else. The posts, articles, those are two that come up. So it just depends on what you select. And just for the case of us filming live, we sometimes we do things live. I'm going to be honest and tell you what they already are. They're posts, then comments, then videos, images, articles, events, and documents. So newsletter is not there, which I think is such a missing opportunity that they don't have a bubble, a tab for newsletters, right? That Maybe they'll add that later. There's a little bit of space. But you're right. Having a grid is something that you could do if you're a very visual creator. So I think if you're in that space, you definitely want to have images, videos, or even your documents that shows your sliders. That would really enhance the profile first impression. I'm kind of thinking you could have, here's Michelle's top four tips and have video one, two, three, four, and really get creative with some of these kind of things. But ultimately, what we can see here is that people will have the opportunity to see, are you a one-trick pony? Is your content catered to all levels of accessibility, different styles, different learning styles? So I love that idea that our content isn't going to be as lost as what I feel like it is right now, because depending how much time you put into creating a post, let's just say by the time you research and write posts, respond to comments, like an hour's up easily. And I'm probably being conservative for some people but ultimately, you don't want that to just go down the toilet, which is what it feels like it does with the home feed right now. Unless somebody knows it existed, they're never going to be able to find your older content. It's like yesterday's news. It's in the bins. So I love the idea. But does that mean we need to pay more attention to some of those elements of our brand, the colors and different bits and pieces to create that first impression, which we may not have bothered with before because they did disappear so quickly? Yeah, good point. And that's what we do in the show and in the book and bring out the aspects of branding. I will tell you, because I was working with a client the other day, if 
she had it, but if she has never, I think, done articles or maybe images, if you have never done that piece of content, that bubble will not come up. So the system knows what you've done. So it's just not there. So I believe that you should have multiple formats of content, even that gives you a chance to go and repurpose some of it because people consume differently. I like to read Maybe some people like video or images, infographics. So I think having your content, like you said, accessible is very helpful there. But it's also a chance to repurpose. So I would definitely think about what are my brand colors? Going back to our book, The Foundation, what brand colors do I represent? Do you have brand colors? This is something to start thinking about. Do I have brand colors? Do I have fonts? What are my videos going to look like? So that is all something if you haven't read the book yet or need to go and do a refresher, we go through all that in the book and then the workbook. So you can select the best representation of your business and your personal brand. There's some other things that I've noticed on the platform, Michelle, that keep popping up everywhere. I'm getting prompted left, right, and center about hosting a LinkedIn audio event. Now, I think that LinkedIn has put an enormous amount of money, maybe let's say probably 12 months, 18 months too late, but they put an enormous amount of money into this section of LinkedIn. And maybe, just maybe, they might start to gain a bit more popularity. I'm starting to see that when you go to certain parts of LinkedIn, you can now see events much clearer with these huge thumbnails, which now become even more important. Do you think LinkedIn is pushing audio? Have you noticed that on your side? Because I know we all get served up different things, but I'm just wondering what your impression is. You've hosted some audio recently. Yeah, what's the feedback for you? I am glad because I'll be honest, you know, I was a beta tester over a year ago and I went full for, I think, one or two a week for 90 days. That's how you and I started the show, actually. Recently, I switched from LinkedIn Lives to some audios and had fantastic engagement and just it was a fun vibe. And to be honest, we're going to be doing one soon with our friend Brenda Meller with our LinkedIn Trifecta Talk series. I like audio, like it gave me a resurgence of how easy the experience is for the host, the speakers and the guests, right? You can be listening to audio in your car, walking the dog at the gym. It's very accessible on the desktop or mobile. And it's just a fun, closed feeling, very different than a LinkedIn Live for some reason. They're both serve their purpose. But I definitely want to see LinkedIn audio in a bigger way. I would love for them to have the recording feature because if you can't make it, People want to still hear. So it's a missed opportunity. So I absolutely love the idea of that. Yeah. So when it comes to audio, Michelle, I did a little bit of company page audio testing. And I'm saying just a little bit. Now, one of the times I just put out an event just to see if I did zero promotions, who would turn up? And the answer to that was zero. So there's still an element where you have to invite and promote and get it out there in advance. I, as part of that process, was able to see some of the roadmap and recording is on the roadmap. Now, that doesn't mean I know the timing. I have no idea. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen in two years time, but it's on the roadmap. So if that gives you some peace of mind, but I've just noticed all the events that are currently promoted in different ways when I go in and have a look, definitely audio and prompts to do audios. Even when you set up a live event now, it's saying, hey, do you want to do an audio? And so I don't know if there's like a preference to move people across from that so that they can create a bit of a buzz around it from my perspective. I, I've got to tell you why I love the whole idea of audio becoming bigger. 
I realized, Michelle, I spent last year, we spent a lot of time on Clubhouse and in those kind of chat rooms. And I made a lot of really good friends around the world and connections. Now, when I started doing my podcast, I've always recorded it LinkedIn Live, my other personal one. I moved away from that over Christmas because I thought it'll be more efficient and I won't take as much time and I'd have more flexibility. And inviting is really a pain in the butt and all these kind of, you know what happened? I realized I disappeared into the abyss. I felt like I was like hidden away. And so now I'm back recording them live because yeah, just miss people. So I think audio is a great way to connect with people really quickly in a way that you just can't do in a post. Yeah. Or even sometimes LinkedIn live event. And I would say the tip that I gave is try to at least, if you can give your audio event two weeks lead time, I did that for the first time. Usually I would just throw it up within three to five days. But my other event for my community, I gave it a two-week lead time, Michelle, which gave me the opportunity. I think I had close to 200 people and the room was well attended. The vibe was good. So I think it just gives people anticipation and perhaps LinkedIn will highlight it more. Like it's there for two weeks, so they're going to help you. But you're right. I see it in the discovery feed. I see it everywhere. And so I'm a year later, I'm like the biggest fan of audio because as you know, I started in 2021 full force nine whole months and then a LinkedIn mastery audio clubhouse host. I found some of the best friends and clients worldwide on clubhouse too. And there's something as people say, you're in their ear, right? You're in their ear and they're having to really concentrate as opposed to live and you can multitasking. So it's the same effect as like a podcast, but we can talk to each other, which is what you and I wish we could have for our guests here, right? Because you and I love to talk to people. I don't think the show would ever end if we started to do that. So it's probably good that we do it this way. Actionable tip, keep an eye out for the new activity layout. Um, Apparently you'll know it when you know it. I look forward to seeing it. But I just like to encourage people to have a think about if your content didn't disappear down a feed and it was there, like your last eight posts, for instance, were much more visible. Is there anything you'd switch up? Is there a moment or a way that you can actually increase the quality of your content and especially that first shot? So that would be what I would say, like the thumbnails are going to be pretty important, I would imagine. So Michelle, as somebody that's got all of these features, what's your actionable tip this week? I want you to know that you will see it. It'll pop up in your desktop and mobile. I think for me, it was a day apart. You will see it and you can't see it until you have it on other people's. But if you're someone that has not gotten out on LinkedIn yet doing content, please make sure you at least do commenting. That's like your baby step. So, because your comments are one of the features. So we want to make sure you're doing really good commenting, right? If that's your only one to highlight, that means give insightful thoughts. Don't just say great post, right? Because that's not going to really look good for your brand. Show your personality. And that's what people are going to notice. You know, I've said this before. I've said in the book and on events that you're comments under the post are a wonderful way to just start showing the baby steps of who you are. You're protected under that post. So if you're going to do commenting, it's a great way to start because now all eyes are watching. No longer will your post, your comments, and all the things be hidden behind the activity button that only probably people who are LinkedIn trainers knew how to find, right? So all eyes will be on you now. 
Well, exciting times, new features, always something fun to talk about. Can't wait to see how people change things up, try a few new things. Maybe that's an excuse or a reason to. But yeah, until next week, Michelle, it's been amazing as always. I hope everyone that's listening has a fabulous week and we will catch you next time. Yes. Until next time, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow and people to impact. We'll catch you next time. Take care. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in today. More people like you need to be out there on LinkedIn, building their personal and business brands. So we would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can create more impact with the power of two. That's it for this week. Till next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.